I am more in tune with their needs and their pains because I've experienced it, right? And I'm very proud that I've used phrases like, but it was working yesterday, or it's working <laughs> it on, works my on my machine. <laughs> correctly. Hello, I'm Niall, Senior Developer Advocate with Commanda, and uh, welcome to the Commanda Community Podcast, where you'll learn all sorts of things about Commanda, BPMN, DMN, and of course, other general orchestration topics that we tend to ramble our way through. Now, today I have uh, two folks who I uh, thoroughly enjoy the company of. First, we'll have Amia. They were very kind enough to take over some podcast studios the last little while, so you probably recognize their voice. The Senior Technical Community Builder here with Commanda. Talking to them is another one of our teammates, which is uh, Maria. Maria is a community manager and uh, working on my team. Now, Maria um, has worked for us for a little while and does all sorts of stuff uh, involving uh, the community. Our software is very developer focused. And Maria, not being a developer herself, hasn't been able to fully embrace what our software really does. So um, in the last year and a half or so, we've added a whole bunch of features that are intended to make it very easy for a kind of persona called citizen developer to be able to use. Now, the idea here is that people who are non-technical should be able to build executable processes to do things that are, let's say, relatively complicated. Maria um, decided to put that to the test and Maria really wanted to actually start learning how to become a process developer. And uh, Mia is going to be speaking to her about that process. One of the things I particularly like about the um, inspiration that uh, Maria had is from working on the Commanda Education License Program together with me. So we speak to university lecturers and uh, students about using and learning Commanda. And it's it's nice to hear that uh, not only have we been able to inspire students with building processes with Commanda, but also Maria herself. And I'll be back at the end event of this podcast for a little catch up and final chat. I'll talk to you then. Let's get started. Today, I am talking to Maria Alacantara, who is our community manager at Comunda, and she's actually on the DevRel team with me, so I get to work with her pretty much every day. Hi, Maria. It's so good to have you on. Hi. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about your role and what you do at Comunda? Of course. As you said, I'm a community manager here at Comunda, and some of my main goals through this role is to enable, empower, and celebrate our community through some of the different community programs that we have in place. We have, for example, the Meetup program, which is an international program of hosts that organize meetups all around the world. And they can be online, in-person, and hybrid. So there's really almost something for everyone in every continent. I think we have, yeah, we have meetups in every continent and we... Well, except we, Antarctica. <laughs> except Antarctica, yes. And, <laughs> and they host meetups in around 10, 10 different languages. I mean, it's wow. true that many of them are in English, but there's also Spanish and Portuguese and, of course, German. So it's really a huge program. Uh, I, I was just coming from the first African meetup held in Pretoria online. That's so exciting. Yeah. 40 people online, very exciting. It was great. So that's one of the programs that we have. We also have the educational license program, which is one of my absolute favorites because we get to give enterprise licenses to universities and also to students. And it's a great way to empower those who, you know, are beginning their journey on BPMN. So I love that program. We receive tons of applications every week. 
That's the best kind of program is when you get to give people things that, you know, they're very happy with you about that. You're not saying, no, I can't give that to you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's a, that's a very, you know, yeah, fussy, warm and fussy feeling when we, when we get to do that. And lastly, the, the champion program, which is a program designed to celebrate some of our most passionate community members who just give back so much in the form of code, forum answers, organizing events, speaking about Camunda as well, and just being really, really outspoken, passionate, and, and giving. And in fact, we are just about to uh, announce the cohort, the fifth cohort. So stay tuned. I think maybe when this comes out, we have already announced them. Maybe not, but very soon. <laughs> yeah, if it's already if it's already out, we'll add it in the show notes. And if not, keep an eye out for that. Exactly. So that's what I do. To summarize, I think what you do is you work with our community members at different levels. So our champions, uh, our meetup organizers, that's a really passionate group, but then also with our um, college audience, our university program. So you get users at all different kinds of levels, right? You get like the beginning users who are learning in school. You get people who are really passionate in organizing the meetups. But then if you go to a meetup, you might meet other people who are, you know, maybe not as advanced yet. How does that relate to your own experience working with Kamunda as a product? Well, to be honest, I started as, uh, I wouldn't even say even as citizen developer. <laughs> I was not even there. I was rather, yeah, just going around my merry way, driving this, these programs until I joined the educational license program. And I wanted to be more, more active during our sessions with, with the university teachers, right? And I wanted to be able to demo some of the features in Camunda. So that's when I decided to actually implement things. Because in the past, it's true that I've modeled some of the processes of the Meetup program, but more in a, in a documenting kind of way, but not really implementing anything, right? Or deploying it, nothing of that sort. But I wanted to really be able to interact with this community. So I slowly, very slowly at the beginning of this year, I started to morph into your you know, regular citizen developer. I do not implement code. I like low code. I like uh, intuitive um, UIs. So that's how like, I slipped into the citizen developer role. I like that you describe it as slipping in. You're like, oh, nobody look. I'm just going to sneak over here and model the process. Yeah. Exactly. I was not even intending it, but okay. I think I can try this. I think I can do this. Well, and one thing I really like from a non-technical perspective about Kamunda is you can very quickly understand what the models are portraying, even if you don't necessarily know how to create one yourself or make it functional in terms of actually deploying it, you can look at a model and have a general idea of what it's trying to tell you. Um, and I think that's really handy for communicating between people who are more technical and people who are less technical, or even just using it, like you said, to model a process and make sure that you have all the pieces in place. So, you know, it's interesting hearing, okay, I started at this part where I was able to model a process and that was helpful enough. And then it got to a point where I was like, you know what, I want to dive a little deeper. I want to be able to do a little bit more and, you know, have that experience for the the people you're working with, the community members that you're working with and making sure you can demo the features to them. Yeah, correct. And 
it just has helped me in, in so many ways, right? Not only to have more meaningful conversations with the, not only with the self members, but also with all the other community members, right? From all these different programs that you mentioned, from different technical levels and technical backgrounds or not, right? And it's also because I, I am more in tune with their needs and their pains because I've experienced it, right? And I'm very proud that I've used phrases like, but it was working yesterday, or it's working on my <laughs> It works on my machine. <laughs> so I'm very proud. That's when you know you're a real developer. Yes. That's like the, the badge of honor is you start realizing why those are tropes, why they're uh, stereotypes is because, oh, it happened to exactly. me today. <laughs> so I was very proud about that. So how does having that hands-on experience change how you interact either with the DevRel team or other teams internally or all the community members that you work with? Like, obviously it's helped you with self users and being able to demo to them, but what about champions or maybe forum interactions, just any other way that you interact with the community? I feel more confident in the conversations I am in, right? Nothing sounds so foreign as two years ago when I joined Camunda, right? So that is one thing. And the other one is, is being more self-sufficient, right? I Obviously, I lean a lot on developer advocates in, in you, but I am able to navigate some conversations more confidently. And that feels great, to be honest. Absolutely, because you feel a little bit more independent and a little bit more able to answer the harder questions. Because there's like the tier one, I can answer those exactly. easy questions. Oh, is it in the docs? Okay, I can I can link you to a docs page. But once we get past that, it's like, ooh, I don't know. Exactly. And also being able to actually demo some of the local possibilities of Kamunda, right? I can do that by my own very confidently, build a process, talk while, they, while building it, which is a massive I think it's not praised enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's an accomplishment. Being able to do any sort of demo while you're talking about doing it. Yeah. So my my, um, recognition to all the developers or non-developers out there that are able to to demo something while explaining it at the same time, while being live and having fun and making jokes. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's impressive. Kudos to you. And that is definitely very different than what you were describing your oh, first yeah. experience as just, oh, I did this model and I'm I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to even tell anyone. I'm just going <laughs> to hide it over here. I think it's also giving feedback to our teams. Now I'm able to think, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if I could do this? Or why can't I, why I cannot do this? And being able to, to share that feedback with also with confidence, because I've, I've used it. It's a, it feels really great to be able to contribute also on that way to the to the tool, right? Yeah, totally. And I think that's a perspective that that we need more feedback from is because I know when I feel like I'm out of my technical realm, I'm out of the the what I know. I get nervous about providing feedback because it's like, well, maybe this is something that is super standard and I just don't know it. So being familiar enough with the tool that you feel confident in that feedback is really important. (laughs) What was the most surprising thing you learned along the way? I was surprised at how fast I could go from not knowing really anything to being able to build something, right? Uh, That is one thing, how like this initial learning curve to be able to model 
understand what I was modeling, and then implementing something with low code was actually faster than I thought, to be honest. And that's something that C8 does very well, right? Another thing that I love is the collaboration features. They are some of my favorite also because it's some of the ones I get to demo the most with the vocational licenses. But it's also very handy when you need to collaborate amongst functions, right? About business owners, among developers, product owners. What I love about Kamunda is that it's all in one. It's the documentation and it's the implementation all in a single place. And it's a single source of, of truth, right? Well, if you have it maybe in a list of steps, they are outdated within, you know, five minutes. But here it's always up to date and everyone knows exactly what's happening. And uh, I think I'm also surprised at the speed in which improvements occur uh, between releases. Right now, there are so many awesome features coming out from one release to the other that it's like, okay, let's see what's new. And I, I didn't realize it was like that before. Yeah, yeah. I think our, our C8 releases, it, it feels like we're releasing major features all the time. As of recording, we just released 8.3 and there's multi-tenancy. There's also pop-outs like uh, where you yeah. write the fill expressions. You have Before it was just a single line impossible to read and now you can pop it up and there's a very nice big space where you can actually see what you're writing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like there's so many improvements being made all the time and so many big features being added that it's kind of exciting to pop in and see, okay, what's changed? What's new? Like you're kind of part of something that's still developing. It's already usable. It's already great. But every time there's new features, which is exactly. awesome. So I think a lot of listeners of the podcast are going to be more technical users of Kamunda, um, which makes sense to me. And I feel like the low code use case is sort of a newer one that we're focusing on. And so what I really want to know is... What advice would you give to technical users for working with low-code users and also why they should be working with low-code users? Why should you involve people that aren't, you know, engineers or or people on your team that are more technical in the actual process of modeling and BPMN? That's an excellent question. And one of the first things I will say is be patient with us, okay? I said user interfaces are great. It's very intuitive, but there is a slight learning curve. Right. So just be patient with us, bear with us. And we know you know a lot. I mean, Camunda is such a powerful tool that all the expertise that you have is is huge, right? So my request would be break it down to what we we citizens citizen developers really need to know. You know, there are Tons of variables when you're working with connectors, for example. You can edit them so that only the relevant uh, variables are there. So tell us, you know what, this is not relevant for you. Don't worry about this. This is the thing that you need to, to focus on, especially when you're trying to teach us or explain something to us. Just strip it down to the bare minimum, to the really must know information, and let us do it. We know you can do it like in the the light speed, right? Let us do it. Even if it takes some time, we'll get there. We we will know how to drag and drop, we'll know how to edit, how to configure. Just just let us do it, right? Hands-on. There's nothing like hands-on experience. And then the second part of your question is why should these two personas interact, right, and work together? Well, because again, I in I think in the world that we live in. 
most of us are citizen developers, even if we don't know it, right? We're continuously configuring our phones, doing upgrades, changing settings. It's something that we do all the time on our personal lives. So it's just about this integration also with the work, with work life. And the other thing is most of the time citizen developers or business owners have a different view of the process, right? They might have the view towards clients, towards the end users. So ultimately, they will be also your link to user feedback, to the user experience, which will shape the product, right? So, or the process itself. I mean, you might have a super fancy way of modeling something, but it might not be what's actually happening in reality, or it might not be the happy path. And sometimes these other roles are the ones that have visibility to that. So it's about finding the symbiosis, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think having the ability to look at the same information and understand it the same way, make sure that that communication is happening, right? So being able to have someone who doesn't understand BPMN at all know enough to know what a process is and what it's trying to convey, you can say, oh, wait, that's not how that works at all, or this needs to connect to this piece or whatever. So yeah, I think the communication aspect can't be underrated. But I like too that you brought up, it's not just being able to communicate the process itself, but also get feedback on the process and on how it impacts the end users. At Comunda, we're fully global, we're fully remote, and being able to have good collaboration tools is such a big part of that type of that type of success because we don't go into the office. So we can't just be like, oh, actually, I just walked by and noticed the thing that you're doing is completely off from what I was trying to describe. So we need we need good tools to make sure that we we can have the results that we're all expecting instead of having that miscommunication gap. On the other side, what advice would you give to other citizen developers, other low-code users? Well, first of all, don't be afraid. Try it out. Nothing will happen. Easier said than done. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and it took me some time to go from just modeling to, to something else. But really, don't be afraid. There are great resources out there created by Camunda, but also by the community. So we have tutorials created in Spanish in Portuguese, in so many languages that I'm sure you can find something that will help you in that learning journey. And that is one one aspect, right? The, The official kind of documentation. You also have other tools created also by the community to to grasp some of the key aspects of of BPMN. And in this case it's feel, right? The friendly enough uh, expression language, which was originally intended to be used as a, yes, a communication standard between designers and business people or citizen uh, developers, right? And it was done specifically for DMN, so for tables, but because it's such a powerful uh, language, Camunda uses it also in the models. So for me, I think understanding how feel works was a game changer because I could actually create the logic for the model to actually work. And to do that, there's field playgrounds created by yeah, Kamundi. It's, I think, also by community members. And it's out there. And 
it just allows you to learn and get familiar with Feel directly on your browser. So Feel Playground allows you to test out your Feel expression before you put it in your model. And it will tell you, you know, if your syntax is wrong or if a part of it needs to be corrected. And I find that easier than putting it into the model and then trying to figure out what part of it is wrong. That's what it has been useful for, for me. I think lastly, I would say trust your intuition when it comes to <laughs> interacting with the tool. As I said, the interface is user-friendly and it's dotted with a lot of helping points from the help center itself to LinkedIn and tons of different ways of in detecting problems, both from the modeling part and the implementation side. And they come with suggestions on where you might be going wrong, links to other documentation, to other resources. So you're not just thrown in the wild and you are completely lost. No, there are tons of resources available. Yeah. And I will say our community members are so friendly. Yes. <laughs> Everyone I've met is so excited when people are trying to learn more. They are encouraging and they want to help. So, you know, whether it's just finding someone that is like, yeah, I'll, I'll mentor you maybe at your company or in your local community or finding a way to post your model on the forum and say, hey, something's going wrong. Can someone help? Like we yeah. have a great community for that sort of thing. Absolutely. And I also wanted to mention Kabunda Academy, which is our official learning portal. So we have quite a few courses on there from BPMN and modeling all the way through how to use Kabunda 8 for specific things. So uh, that could also be a good resource to start out with. But like like you said, we have so many community resources in so many different languages. So if English isn't your first language or you're not finding the Kabunda Academy has the right tone for you, there are plenty of other ways to learn too. Yeah. And nothing beats hands-on experience. So get that model on the canvas and mess it up, make it crash, play with it. <laughs> That's the only way really to learn. Yeah, get a little bit messy. So what is next for you on your learning journey? What is next is to go from these very small demo sessions with teachers to actually demoing uh, something at a meetup. So uh, during November, Niall and myself will be traveling around India, visiting our lovely community in Delhi, Pune, and Bengaluru. We'll have, we're going to have in-person events there, and I'm going to be demoing live all these lovely low-code uh, features in tandem, obviously, with Niall, and we're going to have a blast. We're going to have banter. We're going to have fun. I'm pretty sure about that. So that's what's <laughs> next, like putting it, putting these new capabilities in use in a different, in a completely different scenario for a completely different audience for different purposes, right? Yeah, that's so exciting. And I'm so excited for your India tour. I mean, that's so fun. Uh, I think it's going to be really great for the community. And, you know, it's always a treat when you're able to go to an event in person like that. Yeah. So that'll be a delight. I can't wait to hear all about your adventures. We'll post about them. Yeah, you better. You are you have to. I you're think so. <laughs> we should. <laughs> well, awesome. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Is there anything else you want to shout out before we go? Like 
follow me on LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me on LinkedIn as Maria Alcantara. But no, really what I, the shout that I would like to, to give is to the community as a whole. They are just awesome in the way they give and share and contribute with their expertise, but also their time and with their whole energy. I think Camunda community has a very special vibe and we just cannot make that without them. So shout out to them. Uh-huh. That's so that's so sweet. And it's so true too. Um, I've always been very impressed with how positive our community is. So thank you to all the community members who yeah. helped us get this far. Oh, and one more. Sorry. Oh, yes, go for it. <laughs> to those developer advocates that had the patience with me <laughs> to sit down and teach me uh, to, yeah, to feel confident about this and to play around with it. And yeah, how to them for being patient. Yes. Again, being patient, big part of it when you know more than, than someone else knows. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very, very much to uh, Mia and Maria. I really enjoyed that chat. I think as somebody who uh, kind of got to know Commanda as a four megabyte jar that I would like import into my uh, Spring Boot applications. It's really nice to see somebody come to um, the same sort of place from a different direction completely. Really, really worth uh, listening to. And I'm sure many more people are going to be getting involved in Commanda through the citizen developer angle. I'm looking forward to seeing how we get on. Um, One thing I actually wanted to mention, which is really important for, for those of you who are developers who are listening to this, uh, software developers and, you know, very serious folk we are, use that feel um, playground. It is fantastic fun. You get to put a JSON object in there, type a field expression, and then just see what the result might be. It's really handy. And so Maria giving great advice to us fellow developers. Yeah, everyone should really uh, use that. So thanks a lot. And of course, hopefully uh, we'll get another um, podcast after this India trip that uh, Maria mentioned. And if I don't come back in one piece or you don't hear from me again, you do have Maria's LinkedIn uh, address. So please do arrive there and ask for my safe return if that doesn't happen. Uh, Until then, please uh, subscribe. Uh, Continue listening to more Comunda orchestration, feel and DMN stuff with me. I've been Niall the whole time. Bye-bye. No, no, I've been been winging it the whole time.